Okay, here we go with Sean Atwood. The Epstein saga continues. Charlie Robertson. Admit. Admit. So we've got 30 minutes with Ryan and Charlie now. They're going to be talking about their extensive research into Epstein, Maxwell, Nygaard, the links to the royal family. And Ryan is also going to be announcing his new documentary he's working on towards the end. And I've got some... Where's that, that box that I was waving around earlier on today? Hey, thanks for coming on, guys. Hey, hey. How are you? Yeah, great. <laughs> I've got all your books. Um, paperback books have arrived. I was flashing them this morning on the live stream, Charlie. Oh, nice. But um, I seem to have buried it somewhere for, for now. But um, yeah, thanks for coming on. And this is our royal special. I got a, a, the appropriate attire. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a pizza in his hand. Oh, my He's... goodness. I'm going to grab my, <laughs> I'll have to grab my crown then. Please tell <laughs> me you're selling those, Ryan. I do. <laughs> oh god you're gonna sell a million of them do you know Corey hughes i do mutual. yeah i was just talking to him he's like oh i know charlie i was like oh well we're going on air in a bit i know i was just gonna say so oh great sean through it awesome yeah ryan i love your stuff I, it's first time i've met you but uh cory and i are always in communication and he's uh he's uh he's trying to figure out the kennedy thing you know Hey, say that again on air because I'm promoting a Kennedy thing. So <laughs> <laughs> he loves he loves your work, that's for sure. He's like, just give me another clue. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him like files on Jack Valente. And he's like, thank you, and disappear for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, and then I get the messages. Guess what? Oh, yeah. what's going on here? So oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've been away for two weeks, but I'm hoping you guys can update us on the latest royal and epstein news anything that's happened in the past couple of weeks well i have something that that just came out that it it's sort of tangential to to the epstein uh thing but it's uh it just hit zero hedge and that is that uh our good friend leon black has been sued by a russian model for sexual acts Uh, wow yeah yeah he doesn't deny the relationship said it it's he'd been with her for six years of course he's married not that that matters to him but um the lawsuit is pretty pretty damaging and um they think that that might be the reason why he wound up uh, leaving apollo a couple months early he was planning to retire anyway but uh, they got him out of there in a hurry and they think that this might be the reason why Oh my goodness! Yeah, think that'll open the door to other potential survivors. Then now, Black, yeah. Dubin, and Wexner continued to finance Epstein after he'd been arrested. Yeah, which lets you know everything you need to know. Yeah, did you guys watch um, all this news that came out about Prince Harry blaming the BBC and the reporter Bashir for his mom's death? I did not see that. Yeah, I, 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 I saw it. I, that's not the first time that um, Brashear's been accused of that. He got that same treatment with the Michael Jackson interview, if you remember, a long time ago. He's, mm. um, you know, he's kind of, look, he's a mainstream media reporter, which means he's 
A, bad at his job, B, a weasel, and C, a pathological liar. So am I surprised? No, I'm not surprised. But if, I mean, if the royal family can't control this, when you've got the BBC in your back pocket, then it's kind of on them as far as I'm concerned, because, you know, they're the gatekeepers. They control all the access. If you're going to let this guy in and he's not going to tell the story in the right way, um, then why, why would they let him in? So I think that that's... You know, I, I'm I'm no fan, obviously, of the mainstream media. I think they're reprehensible scumbags, and and I don't doubt anything that that uh, Prince Harry said about this. I I doubt what Prince Harry says about lots of other things, but uh, no, I'm not I'm not surprised at all. But what where I am surprised? <laughs> CNN's is that, whispering in his ear, just blame Russia. Right. <laughs> is there a Russia angle here? Can we can we somehow do that? They had their lowest rating in thirty something years. CNN did. I was like, well, I guess Trump's out, and you have nothing to talk about. The dinosaur media. Yep the the, the legacy media is on its way out. So do you guys That's think ban us. Do you guys think all this trouble for the royal family is symptomatic of them losing their power? Then and when QE two goes the whole thing is at risk. I think it's a number of things. Like I think Prince Andrew had to be the worst news for the Royal family in a long time. I mean, that train wreck interview, I would pay for him to do another interview. I've never laughed so hard. I don't think it was supposed to be comedy, but if they could do the Prince Andrew reality show, just follow that dope around for 24 hours. I mean, that was so damaging, not only to him, but the whole Royal family, because they're, you know, they're abetting his crimes. They should have thrown him under the bus and said, Hey, that's all on him. Not us. The only time he really, his voice rose was when he's like, only me, not the Royal family. Right. But that has to be the most damaging thing more than anything. Harry's done more than anything. Charles did. It's Andrew. I mean, he's with Nygaard and Epstein. In fact, the calendar just changed because it's June and this is coincidence, but the quote is Prince Andrew, the Kevin Bacon of pedophile rings. <laughs> That's what he is. I mean, he took time away from his family vacation to go hang out with Peter Nygaard in the Bahamas. You all know what they weren't. He didn't go there to play foosball and eat lunch. You know, that everybody knows what he was doing. Uh, Nygaard was getting traffic victims from Haiti from the Clintons and uh, possibly Epstein was too. I don't have hard evidence on that, but you know, a lot of witnesses talking about it. So I think what happened was because of of Prince Andrew, a lot of people who don't really pay attention to this outside the UK got interested because it became global, you know, the crimes. And so more eyeballs are on it who have no, like Americans, Canadians, we don't have any affinity for royals. There are no loyalists. There's just what's a royal, you know? And so it's very easy and it snowballs. And now, you know, it's always been there, you know, and they don't have the ability to wash this away and just, you know, people look and see the scum that they are and uh, how degenerate the whole family is. And uh, it goes all the way back, you know, as far as you want. So... So you guys have researched the flight logs and the planes and all that kind of stuff. What is it about the 727 airplanes that Nygaard and Epstein used? They like them because you can put down that rear staircase mid-flight. As long as you're under, I think, 10,000 feet or so, it won't depressurize the cabin. 
So as you know, Sean, they like the CIA used to like to use them for Southern air transport. They used to like to use them in Vietnam. You can throw stuff out. You can um, use them as cargo planes, you know, sort of makeshift cargo planes. So my question is, yeah, you can uh, put the rear staircase down and that gives you a second way in and out of the plane. That doesn't really interest me. But the fact that you can deploy it during flight means that you can throw things out during flight. And what are you throwing out? Are you throwing people out? I mean, it sounds insane, of course, but but considering we're talking about people that are involved in human trafficking, I don't think anything is off the table. If somebody is going to suggest that it could be used to to throw people out of uh, mid-flight, well, look, that sounds like something you would do if you were a deranged psychopath. But then again, all these people fit that criteria. So I say it stays in, in the realm of, of consideration because, look, why else would you have, you know, you're talking about extremely wealthy people and a lot of people that are wealthy have private jets. Most of them have newer models, Gulf Streams, uh, you know, things like that, that are not 50 years old. 727s are, are old. This is like driving a big jalopy, like flying a, a big old Cadillac around. And if you've got a billion dollars or several hundred million dollars, you can afford whatever you want in the way of airplanes. So the question is, yes, I understand that these planes are cheaper to um, maintain because there's the way they're, they're built. There's a lot of parts available at affordable prices, but these guys didn't strike me as types of guys that were clipping coupons or anything like that. So I don't think- it's been it a would... tax write-off since Bush the Lesser also. He did that with SUVs too. Yeah, right, Here's exactly, yeah. Back. But yeah, you know, so... if you want to move around drugs or something, that can go out the back as well. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. You, can, you can move a lot, whatever you want to move, you don't have to land somewhere to get it off and have to deal with customs and the questions and things like that. Not that they don't have people in positions to make that go away, but still, uh, just drop the staircase and chuck it out. Epstein had the same planes as DynCorp. I'm sure you guys know that story. Yeah. Maybe the audience doesn't. I don't know. But DynCorp not only busted human trafficking, but also R-wording their own employees, uh, drugging them and gang R-wording dang it <laughs> i hate the censors you know what i'm saying doing that to their own employees one of them woke up she woke up in the middle of it and this should have been abu Ghraibi level news but of course even abu Ghraib wasn't abu Ghraib level news as it ought to have been and they were doing that to prisoners in that location as well and filming it so when you're talking about psychopaths that torture people and um I don't know how to say this uh, play that R word to boys in the back and give the tape to their moms uh, at Abu Ghraib. And they're the, a mixture of sort of black water slash triple canopy. They're sort of mercenaries logistics company that does that to their own employees. And of course they traffic people out of what Yugoslavia, what used to be Yugoslavia, all the Balkan area, Iraq, um, Azerbaijan and other places. So, and, and Epstein's shares tail numbers allegedly with Dynecor. But if you look a little deeper at that, a lot of his uh, hedge fund buddies and these MIC people at Dynecor and who almost exclusively live off of government welfare, right, are benefiting from Epstein's uh, white collar financial crimes where they're moving around toxic assets and then issuing in 
commercial paper that never should have gone into money markets and all these people benefit. And then of course, a lot of the money laundering institutions they're using foundations as well as universities and so on. Uh, Those banks will just get bailed out anyway. So, you know, no one's ever held accountable, but the yarn is there to pull on with Epstein being arrested. Burnell's been arrested. Maxwell's arrested. Nygaard's been arrested. And if we start pulling on that, you're going to find out a lot more than just the human trafficking, like the level of white collar crime and financial theft is larger than anyone can imagine. And it goes all the way to the top. All right. Going, going back to the planes briefly then. So my new book just came out who killed Epstein, Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton. And um, it's as part of the war on drugs series of books and why is that a war on drugs series of book? Because it, it, it was researching the war on drugs that brought me to the Epstein case. And I saw all kinds of dodgy dealings with the planes. So, for example, planes of Barry Seal later on after his assassination ended up in the Bush family. And then Barry Seal's dream was to have sovereign transport over Mexico, where he got assassinated. What happened to sovereign transport? It eventually uh, was investigated. The CIA was investigated for allegations of trafficking coke and then Sovereign Transport uh, filed bankruptcy. But it had been moved to Ohio. And can either of you gentlemen <laughs> tell, tell the audience who was instrumental in, in, in this movement to Ohio? That, that would be Mr. Leslie Wexner, who had a, a hand in that he fantasized that this would be his own little distribution hub where he would uh, bring in clothing from Hong Kong or Asia and straight to to um, to Columbus, Ohio. And that would that would, you know, if, among other things, of course. So, uh, yeah, he was he was instrumental in, in the relocation of that because nothing says let's, you know, suspicion like taking a obvious CIA trafficking front organization that had filed for bankruptcy and then moving it into your backyard and claiming it as your own. I mean, nothing to see here. Right. So, so for anyone that thinks that Les Wexner is some, you know, some, some old man that just got wrapped up in some nonsense or maybe had the wrong friend. uh, Yeah. That, that is, that is an inconvenient uh, truth that the fact that that he's he a founder is. of the mega group and Schotenstein family is right there with him in Ohio. Yep. Ohio is a hotbed of the a lot of these Zionist criminals. Yeah. I think uh, some Zionists are pretty nervous with you having me and Charlie on at the same time. And, and I also think you've just thrown caution to the wind with your YouTube channel because <laughs> having us both on is really rolling the dice. <laughs> So what do you guys think Epstein's role was in moving Sovereign Transport? Was he just working under Wexner? He wasn't as big as, Nate, big as he became at that point in time. Um, but, you know, the Clintons even approached, like people will say the Clinton Foundation is, you know, the, the biggest fraud charity in existence of humankind, perhaps it is. But he actually went to the Israelis or went to Epstein, which means the Israelis to to get the knowledge on how to do that, you know, and he was a conduit for that. And Wexner, of course, Wexner was the financial backbone for Epstein at first. And then he starts getting other revenue streams from 
the Dubmans and, and obviously Leon Black, as we're seeing. But I don't think he had as much prominent role back then. But, um, you know, he certainly rose to prominence because he had such a proclivity for the human trafficking side of things. He wasn't very good at running um, uh, weapons and things like that. And uh, he wasn't, you know, the Maxwell's family are very good in the sort of digital uh, espionage and, and that sort of thing. Maxwell himself acted as a sort of a Mark Rich style gatekeeper where he wouldn't, um, he would publish things first from the Germans and then the Soviet Union that nobody else would touch, but he made sure the Israelis got all the information first as he made a lot of money like that. Rich did the same thing. His partner, Pink is Green, of course, also accused of human trafficking. Both of them got pardoned by Bill Clinton on his last day in office. I wonder why. So you see, you see, Epstein was a people person, right? Yeah, he was good true. with the people. He was good with the human trafficking, not so much with the with the guns and things like that. He was a guy that really could connect with with other people as he was enslaving them into his little operation and then using them as bait for blackmail. Yeah. So Glenn and- Maxwell too is a people person. Like her sisters seem to actually have, well, I used to think they were smart, but after seeing the real Glaz, have you seen this Twitter handle? The real Glaz Lane. Yeah. 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 What do you guys but- <laughs> make of, of all this uh, real Ghislaine PR stuff? It's desperate. Yeah, I was just going to say that it's desperate and transparent and kind of hilarious too. If you, if you think she just loved the oceans, right? <laughs> Have you looked at her reading list? Oh, uh, is my book on it? <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> Should send them some maps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Send her a copy of this. There you yeah. go. There you go, Ghislaine. It's good, some good summer reading while you're cooped up uh, indoors. <laughs> I copy this. Damn. Yeah, that actually touches on the holistic picture of it. <clears throat> yeah, the you know, I've been fo- I got banned on Twitter again. <laughs> uh, what was it three day, three or four days ago? Whatever. I only had it for eleven days, and I got banned again. But I, of course, I was following that. And now I, I can't comment or anything, and it sucks because some of the stuff they're posting is just so stupid and over the top with propaganda. And of course, they made a website too and talked about their father and talked about Ghislaine. And they don't say that he was an Israeli spy and ripped off people's pensions or any of that stuff. They just, you know, he was such a great dad. <laughs> He's abusive. Uh, and they're trying to paint her in the best light as a PR stunt. And I started thinking about it and like she's going to plea, but it doesn't matter. If she's what 58. If she gets 20 years, it's a life sentence anyway. So maybe they are dumb enough to have a trial. They're like, Hey, if you don't find a way to get us out of this, you're all going down with us. <laughs> what do you think about the announcement from the producers of filthy rich that they're making a follow-up called chasing Ghislaine? I worry about that stuff because they it sorry to Mike hug. You can jump in if you want. No, no, go for it. I they go, they approach some people who have some information and they'll say, All right, you know, sign a non-disclosure, like whatever. 
and we're going to cover your story. And then they only cover maybe 10% of the story, not the other 90% of the things they said. That person can now not take that information anywhere else because they exclusively sold it to the film. It's a clever way of getting people to shut up. So if you've been approached to be in any of these films, you might, and I don't care what their money they're offering you, you might want to say no, or go ahead and spill all the beans to someone else first. And then tell the same things to the film and say, oh, sorry, I already released that before you approached me. Too bad. And with the victim's compensation scheme running out of money, that might be an enticement, might need to do other things like that. Yeah, and they, I mean, you can't blame someone that's going to take just, okay, I'll take it. Because if you're like, this happened to me, I might as well get something out of it. You know, I may never see justice. I'm broke. They've been abused. And they'll just take what they can get. Yeah, certainly. And they might think, oh, you're going to tell my story. Hooray. They have no idea they're going to sit on most of it. And maybe they won't. Maybe they'll honestly take it all and do a great documentary. But after looking at the first one, I would doubt it. And I would also suggest that that those people be very careful about how it winds up getting edited in the end, because you can, mm-hmm. they can take something that you've said and make it sound completely up op- the opposite. Obviously the media is very skilled at doing that. They don't have a problem uh, with that. So I would, you know, I'd be, I would be careful. And I, and I think that a lot of times those, those shows are, you know, limited hangout. They give you a part of it. They're never, never going to give you the the full details. I mean, it's not going to be like your show, Sean, where you get into um, the Mossad and you get into Southern Air Transport and all these other areas that that paint other people that aren't in, directly involved in the Epstein thing paint them in a in a different light. I mean, none of that will get reported. I would assume one hundred percent. They're not going to mention Israel. Oh, one hundred percent. They're not going to talk about that. Nope. You can't talk about mega without talking about Israel and uh, they're not going to go there. Yeah. So if you, you can't mention Barry seal, you know, he trained with David Ferry, uh, yeah. who was part of the John Kennedy uh, kerfuckle. I don't know what you can say on YouTube, but the assassination. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, this stuff goes all the way back. If you look at the people that lied about the war in Iraq and September 11th, were involved in Iran Contra. And a lot of the people involved, which is the Israelis, again, if you look back at Iran-Contra, it's the same people left over from the prior administrations all the way back to both the Kennedy assassinations. And there's one guy that's been there the whole time, and he's still alive, Henry Kissinger. Oh, my goodness. Is he still going? He's on his own level of evil. There's like a 1 to 10 scale, and then there's Kissinger level. Wow. There's just a few people there. It's like him, McCain, you know. Pelosi's getting close. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think about Melinda Gates dropping dimes on Bill? Yeah. You think, you think that was just a warning shot, or do you think there'll be any more revelations? What, hey. this, this makes me think of like, um, you know, in the, the, I don't know if you've read the SPARS pandemic document, where it's a 2017 document that's simulating the outbreak of a virus from 2025 to 2028. In that fictional document, uh, which plays out, you know, we're not all the way through it in real life, but it, in the, the fictional document, the virus hits, um, there's a push, a massive push for the vaccinations. A rush oh, we, we, we better, we better. In um, Minecraft. In the better, games, avoid, he's talking avoid, about a game. Avoid pandemic. Yeah. Avoid pandemic. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, my, yeah, yeah. my point is that 
Bill Gates or the, you know, the people that are associated with that wind up getting thrown under the bus in the simulation. Yeah. And what we're seeing in real life is some of these people that you might not have thought would get thrown under the bus. You're starting to see um, with with uh, Fauci and, and Gates too. all of a sudden the media is turning on them. How how interesting that is. You know, the guy that can do no wrong, the guy that finances that. Yeah. So so it's fascinating to watch Melinda t- sort of start to talk about it i don't know i don't know how orchestrated this is it feels a little fake to me they've had a long-term relationship at least microsoft has because you know the michellan software was a rival mm-hmm. uh yeah early early on not anymore but you know that the maxwell's made was something to go against internet explorer and netscape so they knew each other then and obviously uh nathan um mervold is that how you pronounce his last mm-hmm. name i mean he's asleep spend the night, spend the weekend with Epstein and went on vacation with him to Russia. And he's the chief officer of Microsoft. <laughs> you know, yeah. So the Allen. other shoe hasn't dropped yet on Bill Gates. Everything he said about his relationship has been a lie. And then it comes out. He's like, oh, yeah, except for that one time. And then another one comes out. I go and that one, <laughs> you know, he's horrible. He's horrible at lying. And uh, if it's not from Melinda Gates, it's going to come out anyway. That guy's a time bomb. Yeah, and Paul Allen, the co-founder of Microsoft, also through Vulcan Ventures, was involved in sort of rescuing some of these, uh, some of the Isabel Maxwell deals as well from from years years ago. So this relationship is not new. It's not he wasn't an accident. You know, Bill Gates wasn't like, oh, I just got duped into this. You know, everybody needs to stop. I just wanted a Nobel Prize. (laughs) Yeah, right. He wanted to win the Nobel Prize. Okay. Right. I mean, I don't doubt that, but but you don't need Epstein to to, to try and get that to to uh, to happen. We've only got a couple of minutes left. If if there's anything you guys want to say, um, to squeeze it in before we, we've got to move on to the next guest. Uh it's just too much to say in two, in a few minutes. Wow. <laughs> I want to say though, uh, I just want to appreciate you for having me on a lot, Sean, because with my censorship, losing my YouTube and Vimeo and PayPal and Patreon and everything else, uh, a lot of your audience has become my audience and help help me be able to continue doing what I do. I wouldn't be able to research or sell maps or, or what have you without uh, the support of other people and going on other people's YouTubes. And I know people are a little scared to have me on their YouTube channel because I'm kind of the kryptonite or whatever. They, I get followed around and get hammered, even though I'm not breaking any of the rules. That doesn't matter. It's anarchy. They, they really hate the information I have. And so I just want to thank you uh, for, for letting me have a voice. Well, thank you for doing, you know, this amazing research, uh, especially on the Epstein for what must be about 14, 15 years now. 14 it just, years. It yeah. just speaks for itself. And that's, you know, what, what tra- attracts these uh, hardcore followers. And it, it's so compelling, the information that both of you are providing. And you've got a documentary coming out, Ryan, right? Yeah, I've got I've got some documentaries already for sale on my site, too. But what I'm doing is if somebody becomes... Uh, a member we have membership levels as for anything from the paladin level up you can watch all of them you don't have to pay for them individually you can just if you've got the time you can watch them all within a month if you want that's the september 11th films the films on syria films on palestine and of course on uh kennedy's and so on 
Gee, I wonder why you're being banned. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I just piss off billionaire criminals. So, <laughs> what would you like to say in conclusion, Charlie? Well, I'll echo that as well. Thanks, John, for having me on all these. You know, we've done this uh, at, at least a dozen times. Your audience is uh, has has in part become part of my audience, and I appreciate that. I've got a uh, I've got a, a deep appreciation for. British uh, sense of humor in which you embody that. I love that. I love your work. Uh, so it is my great pleasure to be involved in this in any way that I can. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm late to the party when it comes to Epstein compared to someone like Ryan. So uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy to be. Uh, yeah, but we need you guys, you know, I was getting demoralized talking about this even 10 dozen years ago. Like no one's going to listen. They're not going to believe it. It doesn't sound like a guy owns an island. And, you know, you go and you say that to somebody and they're just, you know. Right. But it, it's all true. It's all huge, true. huge thank you, guys. I think Ryan's late to the party when it comes to matching gleaming craniums. So perhaps if he would care to shave his oh, head. Oh, yeah. I'm, but, um, I'm, if he shaves his head. There, on maybe. The... <laughs> I don't know. How dare you have such nice hair. I got lots of hair, dude. <laughs> don't rub it in our faces, for God's sake. Hey, uh, <clears throat> this is Native, Native American genes. You don't see a lot of bald Indians. That's to do it on purpose. <laughs> it's, been, it's been an absolute delight. Um I urge people to go down and, and below the video and check out all of the links and support what they're doing. It's such important work in these censorious times. So I look forward to speaking to you guys again soon. Have a good oh, yeah. Rest of the you day. can buy these if you want to go to these London marches, you know, for the, the thing, the Mexican beer or whatever it is. Uh, you know, get, a, get your Prince Andrew gear. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You have a good night now. Cheers. Thank you very Peace. much. Cheers. <laughs> bye bye. Boom. All right, let's go check out the Bigot Arena and see what's going on. We have Centrally says, Rai, would you be my paid guide when I go to Japan? Yes, if you come to the Kansai region, like Osaka, Nara, Kobe area, I will be your guide. If you go to Tokyo or something, no, that's too far away. And if you come to Japan, yeah, come to Osaka. Come to Nada. That's where it's at. Wakayama, Kyoto. That's the area you want to be at anyway. So we got some big news with uh, Dr. Salchi. He's in all kind of trouble. His emails have been leaked. We're going to have articles on ancreport.com about that in, in a bit. And it's just like Corey Hughes was saying. He spiked in HIV genes into... Corona. This is man-made in a lab, American-Chinese collaboration, tinkering with nature. It is their fault that they destroyed billions of people's lives for a year and a half. And part of that's also the giant overreaction by states who took the opportunity to consolidate wealth at the top while uh, forcing the middle to submit to the coof. I see Nick Fuentes has been talking shit again. He can come get curb stomped again. He already had a debate. He called me a liberal. That reminds me of Ben Shapiro saying that on the BBC to a conservative. Like, you don't know who the fuck you're talking to. 
He also thought Catholicism was objective. Religions aren't objective. That's why there's more than one of them. Um, anyway, he's not going to engage. Uh, I took a diss at my viewership. Bitch, I was getting censored when you were eight years old. I've got original content. I did the work on September 11th. I did when you were one years old and I did the work on Jeffrey Epstein. You have no original content. You're an American firster troll, a flamer and benefited at first because you had wide distribution on YouTube because they loved you in the beginning because you were saying dumbass stuff like Africans can't build things and basically dog whistling like white separatist nonsense and palling around with Europa that hijacked an event when you could you had Charlie Kirk on the ropes asking real questions about Israel and you guys decided to talk about gay sex and other such stupid and silly things because you know Christian morals or whatever that's like that's what they're obsessed with and I would say I know his religion better than him too when I started saying things out of the Bible he had no idea he doesn't know any passages or whatever it's just a fucking facade I mean, like yeah I'm Catholic he doesn't know his religion, hasn't studied it, hasn't studied philosophy either. He's just a fucking flamer. Hijack the uh, Groyper movement, that wasn't his. He just sort of let people believe that, right? And then he gets the debate with Alex Jones and Robert Barnes. And make no mistake about it, he was debating both of them. And I thought he did pretty well. But I'm sure a lot of people said, I wish Ryan was there instead because he would have done better. And they're right. That's probably what pissed him off and probably why he decided to bring me up out of the blue and try to say some nasty things. He can kiss my ass. If you want to debate on anything, you want to call me a liberal, come back. You're a little older now. I was nice to you before. We can mud stomp you there. If you want to debate religion, you get mud stomped again. As far as America first, I don't think we disagree. I think we should be putting America first instead of Israel. Um... But that ain't going to happen. And some of the company you have, that's not going to help at all either. Come get curb stomp, Nick. Come get curb. I've forgotten more about Israel and Palestine than you know. And that's not an arrogant thing to say. People think about that and go, yeah, yeah you probably have. Like, I think you know it pretty well compared to some normie. But you're not. You're not on this level. And I'm glad you brought up the points about the same points that I made to you <laughs> about uh, the U.S. supporting Wahhabi Salafists from Saudi Arabia who are aiding Al-Qaeda in Syria and how that's not in American interest, but it is in Israeli interest. And of course, Alex Jones and Robert Barnes had no reply. You should have brought up September 11th, too, just because that would have divided your two opponents because Alex Jones cannot back away from that. He made his whole career on it. And Robert Barnes is an official story type of guy. So that would have been a good tactic. And people ought to know about Israel's role in 9-11, but you cannot articulate that, and you definitely can't articulate that as well as I can. Nobody can. It's really, I should have been in that chair. You want to argue about September 11th or Israel Palestine? That should have been me, but I think Nick did an okay job. Alex is never gonna let someone like me on there. He's so dumb. He thought I'm gonna have this lawyer on, right? And this kid, basically a kid, and the lawyer's gonna stomp him on Israel Palestine, but he didn't. Nick won that debate. He definitely won that debate, and. 
it's because you can't lose that debate. The pro-Israel position is indefensible. The only thing they can do is not let you speak. That's why I've had a target on my back for so long. I got kicked off MySpace in 2005. I got kicked off, I think Nick was three. I got kicked off AOL same year. Got kicked off YouTube back in 2008. And then five other times between 2008 to last January. You get censored when they're scared of you. You also get censored if you actually break the rules and advocate violence or white supremacy or something like that. And you shouldn't be dog whistling about that either. And you know, as far as like the cookies and ovens stuff, I know that topic better too. There's nothing that Nick is like known for that I don't know better than he does, including his own religion. But I get censored a fuckload more than that kid does. But you know, he's got more time. He's going to continue to get kicked off stuff. <clears throat> but uh, I don't agree with the censorship and I wish more people would just set their ego aside and say do you hate what the Zionists are doing do you want to stick to Alex Jones and these other charlatan kosher 9-11 kooks do you really want to put America's interests first do you support some of the policies that you know Emperor Trump put out would you like to have more of that would you like to end foreign aid to all these despots? I think so. Would you like to end corporate welfare? Yeah, I think we could agree on all these things. Why this douchebag thinks I'm a liberal? Like, can any of you in the audience think of a single position I have that is on the left? Because I can't. I don't even want there to be a federal government. <laughs> I mean, I have a Confederate flag in every video. Uh, I'm all for secession. I think we should just get rid of D.C., and San Francisco and uh, New York City of course you don't need them I think, uh, it's not about reducing the size of the government I don't want there to even be a federal government like its existence is too large for me uh, Thomas Sowell is to the left of me Jesse Helms is too far to the left of me I'm practically an anarchist <clears throat> I know there's some dick bags that say, oh, don't you like have universal health care in Japan? So I want free market health care. I don't have a choice because America doesn't have it and neither does Japan. I don't think you could get a system more fucked up than what the U.S. has. But that doesn't mean just because something's better than something that already sucks that it's good. That's like comparing cocaine to crack and saying, well, at least it's not crack. Yeah, but it's still a drug. Dagnalon, people are saying EFT exactly. <laughs> Dagnalon, that's not mine. We Israel that from Ragecast, you know. But I am trying to make it popular. EFT or Teft, you could say them every effing time. I saw some people in Sean Atwood's chat were dropping in the uh, "We Are Ryan Dawson" hashtag. That is funny. On um, if you're gonna put that in uh, Twitter. Here's the uh, shekel chat, y'all. Right here. I'm dropping in chat. I need to make uh, one of you bigots a uh, moderator on Reina's YouTube channel. Let's see if I can do that. Uh, see who's here all the time. Maybe Fire Pixie or Donna. They usually get to most of the streams. Yeah. 
I'll have to find it. Write something in the main chat so I can right click your name and make you a mod. That way you can drop in links. Here. Uh, here, Pixie, you're now a moderator. You can you have link power. That means you can drop in links if you want. Let's see. Who else is usually on all the streams? Where's Brett? Where is the uh the Texan? He had it before. Alright, if I see your name I'll I'll give you moderation powers. Pixie, go drunk with power. Start uh start banning people for no reason. Just kidding. <laughs> Get drunk with power. Woo! She got the Ric Flair woo in there. She's got a wrench next to her name now. Now you gotta be careful because a lot of y'all talk shit on that lady or try and push her buttons. She can time you out for three hundred seconds now. <laughs> See some rainbow frogs. Yeah, the rainbow frogs are where it's at. That's where it's at. So, finally, I think I've gone through all but one of the podcast requests. I have another one to do tonight. So, tomorrow at this time, Corn Pops Revenge and How Terrorists Formed a Nation. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's not going to save on YouTube because they don't believe in free speech. So... We're going to move that on over to uh, PeerTube instead. And uh, later, I will also upload it to BitChute. Odyssey, yeah, They have limits on your file size and all this gay ops stuff. I'm not a big fan of that one. Other people like it, though. They were good as far as, as Israel in your live stream and making a copy, but they won't do it to this channel so because they're still on my old channel. I've tried to contact them and say, can you just switch from Ryan Dawson to Reyna and add all the videos to the same channel? They won't do it. Arnie Truth gives a dead link and said, would love to hear you debate Nick. You were nice last time, which was the right thing to do. Hate that he has a mouthpiece of America first, not smart enough. Well, I didn't even need a closing statement last time. Nick painted himself in, the, in a corner because he was supporting state genocide. And I know what his tactic was. He was talking about the uh, the conquest of Native Americans, like I get triggered by that or something. I'm not an identitarian, so that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> the Catholic moral guy is advocating might makes right genocide, and the two atheists are saying how horrible that is. He just started with a bad tactic. He didn't know anything about me. He thought I was a liberal. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The only thing that did was ate up a lot of time so he could avoid having to debate religion because that's where he would have gotten really stomped. And we barely got to talk about religion at all. I can hear a little one in the background that needs some attention. I guess my wife got him. Yep, PeerTube, vid.ancreport.com, building back again. Every time I got around 75, 80,000 followers, they would get rid of my channel. And, you know, that was with being shadow banned the whole time. Never got promoted. Never got monetized. None of that. And, of course, we got kicked off PayPal back in 2014. Then again, a couple years ago. And they banned my wife's account. And any relatives of mine, even a friend of mine, got his not only got his PayPal taken away, but they froze his bank account for three days. That's how they were a little worried about the spinning squirrel stuff. I don't think anything pushes their button more than talking about spinning squirrel. 
Centrality says, since you're banned on Twatter, what should we do to get people like Anomaly in contact with you? Well, there is email, but I know millennials just don't use that or whatever. There's Skype as well. Rise to cents on Skype, but um, you know, he can they can talk to Reed Coverdale on Twitter. I've just nominated him my secretary, but I have an email, and you can contact me through my website. But I don't think he's going to. So, I. It, a lot of these people, like, they got a brand. I don't know. Maybe he will. But a lot of these people, they want to be number one or whatever. And they don't want to have some guest on their show that can just spurg out like an encyclopedia. Because they're like, what the fuck am I listening to this guy for? I can listen to this other guy. I don't see it like that. And I've always gone on any show, big or small. And I'll have anybody on my show that knows their shit, whether they have a huge audience or not. It doesn't matter. If you're good, you're good. In fact, we helped make some people like that. Robert in the cash didn't have any audience. Now he works for RT and Press TV. And I got him started. Andrew Lingworth had nothing. Had him as a co-host. Uh, Michael Dar didn't have shit. Well, no, he did. He had a Twitter at least, but you know what I'm saying. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. ANCReport.com. That's where you can get all the news. That's where the copy of this one's going to be. You got any questions about Prince Andrew or Nygaard or Leon Black or any of the stuff we were going through? Say it now. Forever hold your peace. Epstein's still huge, but the trial being pushed back to November and the still could get pushed back again is disturbing. And there's really no news coverage of what the hell's going on with Jean-Luc Burnell or Nygaard, right? Just said they got arrested, they're in jail, and then what? What's the sentencing? When's the trial? Ah, oh, there's Donna Z. I'm going to grant her powers as well. I'm in a good mood today. And I can always take these away. How do we get two women in charge? DJ Cogdill for three says, Talk about Netanyahu getting voted out as prime minister. <laughs> uh, they don't vote for their... Like the way Americans have elections is different. But he failed to create a government. So... That old Assad must go meme, the uh, the Assad curse strikes again, and you know that fat face baboon is on his way out. And I hope he ends up in prison because he's he's on charges of graft and corruption. So is his wife, so they could both land in jail, which would be awesome. <laughs> all all P roads lead to Prince Andrew, eh? He is the Kevin Bacon of pedophile rings, as you can see on the calendar. There's a nice Robert Kennedy video up. If you have the QR code for the calendar, you can go and see that right now. Centrality said, I'll keep throwing money at him until something happens. What happened with Atwood censorship? Uh, we got all the stuff from Atwood. So it wasn't him. It was someone that worked for him, was edited things, whatever. They're very busy. 
you know, they Atwood's doing many, many four or five shows in a row every day, pretty much. So it's just things fall through the cracks. We got I got hold of it eventually. We started uploading on Anchor again since Scott Horton linked to that. So we'll, um, we're populating Anchor FM with some of the podcasts. Maybe this one will go on there as well. We see Andre Kelly says that Somali interview was painful. He should be deported. Drunk flexing about killing somebody to a stranger. I know. He lives in Canada. And showed me video of, of like counting all these hundred dollar bills. There's like fifty grand just on a kitchen table, right? For a teenager. It's a drug bunny. And they got their little amateur chemistry set up there. And he's showing me all this. I'm like, you know I'm going to have to report this, right? And then they're bragging about killing a guy. Um, which I told who I, you know, you're supposed to tell about that. But nothing happens, you know. Uh, crime by these groups, they get away with it. Antifa style. It's like, oh, well, you know. I don't want to accuse, get accused of being prejudiced or something, so we're just going to let them slide, just let them kill each other, you know, whatever. It's disgusting. But he was going after Hendrick and Lana, and I just, I'm very, very against censorship of that sort, you know. People should have their own channel. Now, you can't just go on someone else's channel and say whatever you want. Like, they build up that audience and everything, did all the labor. It's not yours, it's theirs. They can do what they want with it. But you should not be able to just go and select other people's stuff and say, no one's allowed to hear this. My kosher virgin ears. Centrality says, what do you think is going to happen to Bill Gates since he is connected to Fauci and Epstein? How deep is that web? That's very interesting. You know, the first shoe to drop was Epstein. Right? He's hanging out with young girls in New York late into the night. He met with them more times than he said, and he did so all after Epstein had been arrested, and he knew he had been arrested. And he knew what he was arrested for, and he knew what his lifestyle was. He's admitted all these things. Bill Gates also had affairs. Uh, we don't know if that was with Epstein girls or just the other affairs with employees at Microsoft or both. But a lot of information is coming out with him, and then Fauci's just going down like a fireball. They got his emails. They're admitting it. They're panicking. They made this. They spiked it with HIV. Everything we said was true. And they're, oh, no, conspiracy. You're not allowed to say it on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Like, that I've said it now means I have to now download this video and erase it. Because they'll give you a strike and get rid of the channel. By the way, we need to be making a backup, backup channel just in case this one gets nuked when they when they want to come and hit Nagasaki. So that's something we need to start on. Andre Kill you with one Washington and one Thomas Jefferson says, well, he's in Canada, so he'd probably get a medal. <laughs> yeah, right. I know the Canucks would would feel like guilty for, you know, recognizing that he murdered a man. And he's selling drugs. He's like, I'm Somali. I'm for the Somali people. I'm like, you are a drug dealer that kills people. You are you are exactly why people who don't want Somalis all over their country don't want Somalis all over their country. Like, 
the irony just doesn't sink in. He feels entitled because of crimes done centuries ago that he can just come to some western nation and murder rob and break the law like resentful little bitch. Fire Pixie has dropped the uh, a link in for the website. Entropy as well. So if you critters want to come on Entropy and say, hey, how do I super chat? Can't super chat. We're not allowed. We also got our AdSense taken away. I often don't mention that one. That's another thing we were censored on Google AdSense many times. Uh, reading some stuff about that. Yeah, make sure you check out DawsonTime.com for all your Civil War stuff. I see All Your Base. I think that harkens back to the new grounds. All Your Base are belong to us. Have you done any research on the Las Vegas shooter from some years ago? I just talked about Vegas one stream ago. Go to the website and watch the interview with... It's called Liberty Lockdown. We spent quite a chunk of time on Vegas. I'm not repeating stuff I just said yesterday. I know you didn't see it, but I'm telling you where you can go see it. So, Any other questions? Yeah, that Somali thing is just up there with the Chris Dorsey and as far as just being a waste of my goddamn time. Some, oh wow, somebody just had a shooting. Well, that's that sucks. Hope you're okay. Rental company just got shot up, apparently. I'm going to bounce off here then, y'all. Bigots, enjoy your day. Um, screening two films tomorrow, so you want to make sure you're around tomorrow morning for that. And, uh, yes, there's the link. Firepixie at vid.ancreport.com. See it here. When it says live, that's some video I made. We also share other people's work uh, because they deserve it. So I want to dig into the Fauci mails. So that's what I'm going to be doing when I bounce off here. May or may not go do a little chat on Discord. We'll see. Um, oh, yeah, the government agent guy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You're a government agent. <laughs> I think we talked a little bit about Epstein back then, too, but I did not want to get into that with that guy. He's a, dude's a lunatic. He's standing up in his yelling, living room yelling for like two hours. He's all of like 100 pounds. 8 p.m. Eastern time for the movie. Well, a little bit after that, because let's say 8.30-ish, 8.30 or 9, whatever. I'll do a little prep video first to say, hey, it's coming. Get on uh, Twitter. Hashtag we are all Ryan Dawson and, and throw out the news. I see Frank and others in the house. Rainbow Frog for life. Peace. <laughs>